Good morning, everyone. It is the 16th of November, and I am joined today by Seamus Lyons and Patrick Good. Seamus, could you bring us up to speed on the latest, if there is any, from the US elections? Is it a done deal for Biden? For most people, it is a done deal. For, for Trump, it doesn't seem to be the case yet. He still has not conceded almost two weeks since the, uh, the actual election date. But he did acknowledge this week in a couple of tweets and some speeches he did where he talked about another administration for next year or just a few comments like that. So maybe he is coming around to the reality. But ultimately, there's been no major developments this week on the election side. Obviously, over the weekend, it became more widely recognized that Biden would be the president-elect and markets like that and part of the rally that we saw on Monday. But no major developments. I mean, we're still waiting for more clarity on Biden's administration so his key cabinet post he's appointed a, a chief of staff somebody he's worked with for a long time but um, probably over the next week or two we'll see some more names coming through there and it gives more of an indication as to um, what his cabinet will look like. Indeed but that news was almost overtaken on Monday by this news of a vaccine against COVID-19. Yes yes very much so so Monday was a very strong day for markets there was some big news that came out so Pfizer and Germany's BioNTech, uh, they reported a 90% success rate in their phase three trial for a COVID-19 vaccine. So very positive news, markets reacted very positively. So the next stage now is that it's expected to receive emergency use authorization by the US Food and Drug Administration, um, which has cleared the final kind of milestones. And then full approval is expected next year, but a very positive news for markets. Yes. So, Patrick, if we could look at the equity markets, how did they respond to this news? And if we could start with the US markets. So, yeah, markets performed quite strongly in the back of that news. The S&P 500 was up 2.2% uh, in the week and the Dow Jones jumped 4.1%. In the US, we saw banks and the financial sector in general perform quite strongly on the reflation trade and potential movement in long-term yields. And that's in the expectation that interest rates will be rising going forward. Any standout performances elsewhere in the world? Yeah, I think Europe was a real standout performer and the, the continent of Europe in general. Um, Europe has been going through more strict um, lockdown measures and the, the vaccine news was taken extremely positively by markets over here. The stock 600 was up over 5% last week and other major indices in the region like the French CAC 40 was up almost 7.5% in the week, so quite strong moves uh, across Europe. Similarly, the UK was up six point, uh, almost 6.9% in the week, so the, the continent of Europe really performed quite strongly. And that's almost the underdogs having their day. Um, Seamus, what did the bond markets make of this? It seemed to be a sort of double whammy. You got the election results and then the vaccine news. So yes, following a very strong week for equity markets, uh, on the bond side, the behaviour is quite different. So the bond yields uh, rose on the week. So prices fell. Uh, so the US 10-year Treasury um, actually hit its highest level since March. Um, so, the, so the vaccine news, which is very positive for, for the economic story, is not so good for bond yields, although it was good for the credit asset classes. So investment-grade credit, high-yield emerging market debt, they had very good weeks of so very strong performance at the start of the week, but very front-loaded front as well because later in the week they came off a bit spreads as, as markets began to kind of realize the vaccine is great. But at the same time, there's still lockdowns and, and there's still fears. Uh, and also inflation data as well is, is, is a bit more mixed. So, um, so it was a mixed week for bonds, very, very good for, for the spread asset classes. But you've seen some more uh, widening of yields on, on the kind of sovereign side. So very much a risk on week. If we look at the week ahead, um, what's on the radar there? Well, we've just passed a couple of big milestones, so I think the markets might be a bit more relaxed about things this week. Things to note, there, Brexit continues, Brexit negotiations, we're, we're getting near uh, the end there, some key lines approaching, so that might cause some, some volatility, but probably more 
more concentrated on the UK and Europe. Um, elsewhere, obviously, there is we're seeing further signs of coronavirus cases rising globally, but particularly in the US, where it's probably lagged Europe. So we're seeing rising cases there, and, and there is potential talk of Biden taking a slightly different approach, maybe uh, a more hands-on approach in terms of uh, working with the local governors of the states there to uh, bring some restrictions or potential lockdowns. So it's something that the market might focus on that. Great, we've had this vaccine news, but there obviously still a period of time before this vaccine becomes into production. And in the interim, cases of COVID-19 are, are rising in the US. They are indeed. We'll watch that with interest. And thank you both very much. Thank you, Lorna. Thank you, Lorna.